Perfect Talk is what it do. It's your guy DJ Plicka Plicka Playboy back in the building representing for y'all. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and we're going to do what we do on this episode. You know I got to catch up with my guy Keith, tell him everything that's been going on in the news. Also, we got to talk about your boy Jonah Hill acting real insecure in these streets. Also, Larry Nassir got himself caught up in the big house. Master P and Luther Vandross mix up on Google. What's going on here? And also, Michael Jordan had to speak on his son's relationship with Larsa Pippen. That and much, much more. It's perfect talk, baby. DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? <laughs> Your guy, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And you know, I'm back in the building with my guy, my partner, my Girl dog. Like I'm Keith. What it do, brother? Chilling, chilling. What it is, my brother? Man, life is good. Life is good. I can't complain, brother. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I was uh everything on your side. I just I just came back from the um I take my kid to the doctor. She just had a follow-up visit to the doctor. Yeah. But everything's good. She you know she's on the up and up. And actually I'm going tomorrow. I got my checkup. I, I ain't realize it's been two years. <laughs> <laughs> you got your biannual, your intra-annual, I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Every other yearly shit. That's what it feel like, man. Like I gotta go uh it was funny too. I I, I took so long to really set up the appointment because I, I, I changed insurances once I left my j- other job. Yeah, and uh, I just assumed they didn't take my my insurance. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, so they they do. Lo and behold, so I'm in there tomorrow. They was so like, yeah, we can't get you in December. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. We gotta figure something out <laughs> for, for a regular doctor. Damn, what they do? They some do Botox up in that bitch? Or did... It's weird, bro. Like I've been going there for a couple of years, and I just yeah. get um, it'd be a lot of PAs. Yeah, yeah, up in there, and then I don't know if it's a lot of quick turnaround and people just find another job, another offices to work in, but. I, I felt like I've had for the past, I mean, I didn't go in the past two years, but even before that, I felt like I had three different doctors in a row for the, when I was going yearly. Yeah. So you didn't feel like a connection to it. So like you didn't even think to schedule it and all that. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering if I'm doing myself a disservice, like, um, and that I should be seeing the doctor, you know, you, you, you can't build that rapport with seeing a, a doctor like yearly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if doctors really have that connection because they see so many patients, but at least from the patient standpoint, you feel like you have like, yo, this dude seen me for the past five. He know what I've been going through. He know any yeah, trends, yeah. any da da da. So, nah, doctors are, are good if, if they see you every year, and then like, especially like if like that's your go to doctor. Like if you something happens, like if you get sick or you hurt yourself or something like that, you call them up and and, and or call her up. Be like, listen, can I come in? And da da da. They start getting to know you, even though they might have like dozens of patients a day, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand a year, whatever the, the number is. I think like they start getting to, to make connections, even ones that you don't see all that frequently. Yeah, yeah. To the point where they can prescribe you without you coming in. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Go, get, exactly. Go get some to treat that or something like that. You know what I mean? Like save us. Some yeah, time. yeah. Are like, you still dealing with that? Well, oh, I know otherwise you're healthy. That's probably some light work. Like just go pick up this from the pharmacy. You're good. Nah, but yeah, it's getting important. We up there, 39. What's up? What's good on your side? Me? Yeah. Well, firstly, I make sure uh, I keep up with my doctor's appointments every year. And you go yearly? Yeah, yeah. I make, I'm pretty and diligent what, about that. twice a year, right? Dentist is every six months. I keep up with that, too. And mostly because I just want to avoid, like, pain in the ass type stuff. I'm not, you know, you never know. I mean, you know, thank God that I ain't getting no, no devastating shit yet, but hopefully I can catch it early enough to whatever. So, like, I have a strong history of glaucoma in my family, so Are I got to really? see... Okay. Yeah, so I got to see the ophthalmologist twice a year and all that type of stuff. And then, um, you know, I got I, I, I just caught the snip yesterday, so I ain't having no more kids. Oh, so, yeah, well, to, to let the audience know. I know. But like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. got, got, got cell phone disease. Got, <laughs> got neutered, man. <laughs> got nah, neutered, but, man. I got to wear that. 
that the, econ, you know, a yeah, lot of people got a vasectomy and um and I was thinking about that report thing you just talking about and the the doctor he's like I ain't seen him I visited him in um like six or seven months ago I only seen him twice once when I visited him the first time and then right before the surgery for mm. the, how much ever minutes he's like uh remind me again there's something about somebody about to have a kid and all that I was like, yeah I had a kid honestly he probably wrote that in his notes but he made it more conversational but it made me feel like <laughs> it made me feel like oh yeah that, yeah I'm the dude man I'm the dude that was about to have a kid he's <laughs> <laughs> like who's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so uh now yeah, I, I commend so I you for that, man. Real quick, don't even like dust over. Like it's something you know. It's funny is I remember having a conversation with Ambro on on this podcast, yeah, and we were talking about abortions and stuff like that, and and he brought up vasectomy, like as an alternative, kind of like like don't feel like you got to have an abortion. Maybe if y'all yeah. know y'all don't want kids, you know what I mean. But he said it kind of like it was new to him. It was new information, which which yeah. I, you know I don't it know is. if it was or it wasn't, but it was it was saying that like this is an option that people don't think of. I, and I never yeah. even thought of it like that. And, and it just goes to show like, like you got to talk about these things because there might be brothers that feel like you in our community who don't know this is an option for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we kind of just assume that it's public knowledge and anybody knows, but like, it, it, it's a big move. Like I got one and I'm done. I'm ready to be done. But I ain't ready to burn the boats. <laughs> <laughs> like them shit's on fire. Well, I, I'd say this: one, I, I wouldn't think of a vasectomy as a replacement for for an abortion, um, regardless of how you feel about an abortion. As far as having kids in the future, a vasectomy is more permanent. An abortion is not. I, I worded it wrong. He, he he said it as an alternative to birth control. I, yeah. I shouldn't have said that as an alternative abortion, but it wasn't well, a type of, it's, we it's, were it's, having. Yeah, it's a type of birth control. I mean, if you were to have a spectrum from. Uh, pull out all the way up to just just remove your equipment. I, I mm -hmm. think vasectomy is probably uh probably closer to to removal of equipment than it is to to pulling out. You pull know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, but because it's, 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 it's a perma it's, it's permanent. It, it reminds me. I, I got a certain milestones in Keith's life that I look at him with admiration. <laughs> <laughs> it's like marathon. Uh, yeah. when, when you left your your previous uh employer. Yeah. <laughs> and just like was like yo, I'm not I'm out. And then the vasectomy because it's like you're you're in a you're in a, a, a committed uh, marriage. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And with, with kids, and it, yeah. it's it's pretty permanent. But it's like you looking at the statistics dead in the eyes. I'm like, mm, I don't care <laughs> if this don't work. The next one got to deal with it. <laughs> you <gotta accept> it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, I think people the 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 weirdest part about it is the conversations you have when you come when you you know talk to people about it. They're like, nah, man, what if you want to have another one? And I think about people who just they started their marriage saying, "Oh yeah, I want like four kids and this big ass brood and all that type of shit," and they have two, and I'm like, they like they don't get a vasectomy, but like that's it, like they just have two, and whatever it is that they do to not have three, four, five or whatever, mm -hmm. they don't have three, four, five. So I feel as if a lot of people go with it. Eh, if I have one, you know, I'll flow with the wind. If we have one, bring it in the family, you love it, and have a nice big family. But I just didn't feel like. I didn't feel like doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. we're getting older. We're not yeah. 29. We're not 19. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I'm, man, I'm 39, like, man. I, the, the past two two weeks, I, I have Achilles tendinopathy. Basically, it's like Achilles tendinitis, but it doesn't fully go away. And it flared up. I, I first got it like seven years ago, and didn't really bother me all that time. Flared up, shit was crazy, man. It was felt I was walking on rocks, back of my leg killing me, all that type of shit. And I was like, man, I gotta run after a motherfucker.
for about 20 more years. <laughs> I felt like Willie Beamers, man. Like, man, I ain't come here to be tackling 200 pound motherfucker. <laughs> A coaching friend in San Diego made me a cornerback because he said I got quick feet. He's the one that separated my shoulder, had me out there tackling 250 pound motherfuckers. I don't do that kind of shit. <laughs> be tackling <laughs> kid running around, gotten the his energy don't end. That's it. Like he's just on, on, on ten all the time. So, um, yeah, I just uh, I was like, yeah, um, two is a solid number. One boy, one girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit the game, hang, hang on my jersey. I just wanted to know I could create life. Yeah, <laughs> and then after I did it, I was like, "Man, I hope Keith can do it." I'm just, I'm rooting for him. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, man. There, there was those years because I didn't want a kid. But I'm like, I wonder if I can. Yeah. And a weird thought just flashes past you. You thought like maybe you should just try, just or just try one, <laughs> let one loose, let one off, just to see, make sure see you're happened. good, and then just. <laughs> but <laughs> thankfully, I you know I was capable of of, of uh, creating a kid. But you know, it's funny like you hang your hat so long. I'm like, yeah, man, I ain't get nobody pregnant or whatever like whatever methods i was birth control i was using it didn't happen then you want a kid you get it and then you get another one mm -hmm. and then you said and then for, at least in my case i'm like i'm out the game baby <laughs> but yeah I, man, I, I i i think it just I, I looked at i listened to like a not listen but like i just googled for like different people's stories on vasectomies and even people around me like uh wifey got a friend who they got two kids and the kids are somewhere, I don't remember the age, but somewhere around eight plus or minus. And, you know, they were keeping the the the, the boat line open just in case. Like, every, well, I can't even say just in case, but more so, like, you just do. Like, there's, that's yeah, the normal. You don't go to a, get a procedure done. Just, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. So well, she was on birth control. All the, the woman was on birth control all them years. Like, you know, and then you know, I guess it was bothering her to birth control. And then... They say, "Yo, what are we gonna do?" He said, "Well, we're we're pretty much done, right? Yeah, we're done." So the dude got a vasectomy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, just listening to a story like that, or even looking at stories of people who people in my life, uncles, aunts, all that type of stuff that don't have kids at all, and you know they're fifty, sixty, and it's like, well, you know, no one is telling them, or probably hasn't told them about the concept of boats and all that stuff. People told me, "What if you remarry and that person want to have kids?" I was like, "Well, you know." God forbid I got to get it back out there. It's going to be the first thing on my Tinder profile. It's going to be like, yo, I can't. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm not having kids no more. But it, but it is reversible, right? It's reversible, but like the... Percentages? The, the, let's say you want to have a kid to reverse it for that purpose, you might not even succeed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like if you're going to even... If there's even a shadow of a, you know, a hope of, ah, I might want to have another kid, you might as well just not... You, you shouldn't get it. I mean, that's one of the things that the doctor told me. Like, you should, mm. like, you reverse it. Or there's another thing where you, they could go straight into your balls with a needle and pull out some sperm, but then the woman would have to have IV, IVF. So oh, uh, really? oh, really? Because it's not enough sperm to, like, basically the egg is bombarded with, with sperm. Like, when you do it, like, naturally, or you do it with something called IUI, where they kind of inject the sperm. Mm -hmm. But there's so, like, it's not like this, this gush of cells um so it's like you have a few cells like you better make if you're gonna go in your nuts you want to know that it's gonna work pretty yeah. much so it's like you go in you get whatever number it is and then you put uh, introduce it directly to an egg you know what i'm saying mm. like one sperm to one egg make sure it works and and that's you do that you do. do you do that in like prior to like uh kind of like before you would do the procedure or is that something nah, like you do the procedure you like, still have at done? the time at the time you want kids they would go into because i can't well, 
at some point I'm not going to be able to to um eject sperm out my body on my yeah. own so they would go into my body with a needle or whatever they oh, use okay. and pull the sperm out oh shit but I didn't they, know that was an option yeah but they can't like just put it into the, the vagina and hope yeah, yeah they gotta like, like test take it. Egg. exactly stuff gotta be a... yeah so they would be a, be a IVF nah it, it's, it's something I think about bro cause I I'm got a well, kid I'm 39 but my girlfriend um is younger and doesn't have kids and you know what I mean I'm <laughs> I'm like oh, you're, you're certainly in a in a different circumstance. I mean, it's 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 such a it's such a personal decision, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to look at your circumstances. Like it's a lot of like soul searching like, all right, mm -hmm. but what if this? What if that? And people said all kinds of weird shit to me like, what if one of your kids that I'm like I'm I my thought on it was that I'm forever going to be a parent of two or whatever amount of kids I got. Like nothing change like there's absolutely nothing that could change it if they i like the premise behind that question like you just <laughs> get your replacement kid get, get a replacement and like the the concept of replacing your kid name him the same you, name <laughs> yo that is just freaky that's that's some cloning. Type shit. <laughs> yeah man people said all kinds of if you if you remarry or get another one and that i was like nah because nah <laughs> uh I think a big part of it is is that infestation, and I, I also thought about like the type of parent I, I like to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's difficult for me to imagine that the type of parent I want to be causes a lot of stress and anxiety, especially in that infant stage and being involved in all that type of stuff. So, um, I think uh, saying I'm a parent or a biological parent of two kids is, um, I'm, I'm there. Like I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's hard, man. Like and um. Like you said, a lot of people might be doing things. I, I'm at this point in my life where I'm looking at all the cultural stuff that we do. Like, why do we do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, are you having a wedding because you want to have a big party and that's what mom expected you to do? And right, da -da -da, right. are you having a wedding because you really want to marry the person? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, or right. Like, are you having kids because they auntie keeps coming over like why you ain't got no kids yet you know what I mean? yeah. or is this because there's a lot to it. It's not just have yeah. a kid and then it's like you buy a dog. The dog gonna die. The dog gonna have to shit outside. The dog gonna have to yeah. pee on some of your furniture. Except that part, you know what I mean? But don't right, just think right. about the happy part. So it's really like, why are we doing all this stuff we're doing? And it's like, you know, to, what you, to what you just said, it takes a lot of attention to raise a kid the way you want to raise a kid, you know what I mean? And depending on where your kid's growing up, it's different outside influences coming at them that you like. Like my kid is telling me songs right now on the radio that I'm like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> How you know about that new Glorilla, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, Word. I'm not, first of all, I'm offended she know it before me. And then I'm like, I gotta yeah. go back and listen to these lyrics now. Cause she, yeah. Yeah, and then the way, like, it, it's not radio no more. She gets, she like listen to it on her tablet or she listen to it on the, um, the fire stick and she reading the lyrics. That's how she yeah. learned the song. And I'm like, yeah. hold on. <laughs> I'm happy you read it. <laughs> I mean, good job with the reading comprehension. I'm happy for that. However, we got to check out this content. What are we doing? Yeah, man. It's a full-time job and it, it, it really is, man. And I, I do, I give a lot of energy to podcasting. I give a lot of energy to creating content and then the rest of it go to parenting. Ain't none of it going to me, to be honest with you, because it's not that many hours in a day. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, just a lot. Of, I I want to. I mean, well, when you have, uh, especially young kids like this, it, it does something to your your marriage. I'm not necessarily saying good. I'm not necessarily saying bad. It just does something to your marriage. And at some point, I just kind of want to just just get on with the 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 evolution of just my life and all marriage, the kids and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Because 
to go back to an infant is not to say that you're taking a step backwards, but you're back in that infant stage. And I'll be honest, for me, it was, it was rough, the, the whole infant toddler stage and all that, or it has been been rough on a personal level but you know that's not to say that it's not a blessing and all that type of stuff uh i think that's cliche so I, that's that goes without saying but mm-hmm. i'm like all right <laughs> two you know you i think uh you grew up in a household of two i looked at a lot of people looking at their households and just looking at the dynamics all right they got two kids and similar you're a boy and a girl mm-hmm. of, of in, in your case and i'm like two's a solid number about the game man yeah, it's a base size family traveling yeah. with four people ain't easy. <laughs> yo, <laughs> Taking family vacations. <laughs> yo, man. I mean, traveling with three is a bitch. I mean, <laughs> they added that four. Then we thought about vacation this summer. I mean, the, the door's not closed on it, but it's not as easy to say, oh, yeah, let's go to um, Jersey Shore or wherever we're going to go. It's just, it, you know, with one, you'd be like, all right, let's just go to this whatever simple thing. But with four, man, that shit, especially with two young <laughs> ones, two, two under... Well, at this point, two under three is is um is is dicey. So yeah, you bring up a good point too. Like the experience of when they so little. Like mine was, I, I was dealing with the court system and yeah. you know all types of stuff. So I, I'm kind of curious on what the other side of it would be of living in a happy household mm. and you know doing it the right way. But uh, I mean, if I don't find out, I'm <laughs> yeah, ain't gonna yeah. cry about it. Either. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, if, like if you you. you you don't know what you don't know. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like that, like the concept of, oh, but what if you had three? Oh, but what if you, what if you wanted to have four? There's a lot of people who never had kids. Who's like, man, I would like to have one. One. Yeah, exactly. And I was given two. So I'm, <laughs> I, I just, I'm just like, yo, like how, how can I complain? You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no. Nah, shout out to Keith, man. Keith is, is I always respect Keith because I mean, make a decision. Yo, this is what we doing. We rolling with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We making it happen. It was funny because I went when I first went to him. Uh, my daughter was still in the let me see, um, probably like sixth month of pregnancy, and I was at the urologist. Yeah, man, I want to get this done. He says, "Uh, you know, you plan like think about how like think about having more kids like that kind of conversation." Like, well, actually, I have one on the way. He said most people wait until that other one is born until they they make decision. <laughs> I said, "I right, bet." <laughs> He's like, right, "I get bet. it today, nigga." <laughs> Hey, my nigga, you got something in the back? You can just... <laughs> I heard y'all got a mobile truck like they be doing with dogs and shit. You can... <laughs> COVID style. Let's, COVID let's do style, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So so I, I, I took that advice and, and it was a good thing. It gave me time to really think through all this stuff. So, um, you know, about... What, maybe like five or six months later, I said, all right, uh, I think, I think we're going to do this. And then... Here I am right now with ice pack on ice pack in my underwear. So, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's been a minute since we talked to my guy Keith, and you know, whenever some time has passed, we gotta do my favorite segment, man. Catching up with Keith. Sing it. Catching up with Keith. That's why I just see some headlines in the past couple of weeks, and you know, bringing to my guy Keith just to see what his opinion on. I might already told y'all how I feel. Uh, first up, man. I remember hitting y'all in the group chat, telling y'all about Adam22 and Lena the Plug, or Lena the Plug. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I think maybe it's Lena. Um, and y'all are like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> who are you talking about? And if you know these people, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just put y'all on the game. I'll let y'all know that, you know, they got a podcast. Adam from No Jumper. They do the plug talk together. They'll have a porn star on. You know, maybe at the end of the podcast, they'll have sex with the porn star. Eventually, Alina, uh, you know, had a kid. Decided she wanted to get back in the game. Decided to do a scene with Jason Love. <laughs> and Adam22 got roasted for it. 
Um, but I think in what probably the best use of uh flipping a story is kind of like accepting it, like right, <laughs> like he knew he was gonna get cracked about it, but he kind of was just like, Hey, this is what uh, this is what my wife does for a living. And I don't think he's ashamed by it. I mean, as they are porn stars, I don't think <laughs> he's embarrassed by anything anybody might have to say. Um Another point somebody brought up was like there might be some issues going on at No Jumper, and this totally took all the attention away from people What's leaving no the jumper, podcast that, network. Huh? Oh, that's a po- that's a podcast network. No Jumper. Yeah, yeah, that's what okay. he uh, Adam runs. Uh, it's, it's okay. No No Jumper podcast, and then they have a circle of, of different podcasters on their network. Um, but this took away attention of people leaving that network. You know what I mean? Or why uh, they were leaving that network? And it's, it's the you know you know what they say like what do politicians do when when there's you know what I mean? President Clinton got got caught yeah, up. He's like, all right, shit, let's bomb somebody. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> create create a distraction. Exactly. Um, but what do you think about that whole situation? Like, um, it, I mean, it's, it's very unorthodox. It's not a regular marriage that that like you know what I mean. It's, it's not like you're looking at somebody who's goes and does a nine to five and his wife is just like i want to fuck a bbc star <laughs> you know what i'm saying like and we yeah. ain't talking about no british a british broadcaster <laughs> yeah but uh yo under i feel my belief is that under any unorthodox lifestyle there's some level of, of orthodoxy some something something oh, yeah, yeah. in the psych- the psychology and my true belief is that somewhere in adam's brain is that typical jealous guy you know what i'm saying or, or um I, there's a lot of words that have the it has like these negative connotations now but uh the, uh, the possessive guy the jealous guy and not in the the the, the negative way it's more so like yeah, that's my lady like the this normal way that you feel about your wife exactly right? yeah. like if <laughs> to think to even think about her uh <laughs> they even think about her um a guy says, "Hey, you're purging." She's like, "Yeah, I am." Like that alone, I'm like, "Oh, infidelity, kid!" Like, <laughs> so now and Adam, Kanye's wife. <laughs> I don't react to it. I'm just saying, like, the concept of it, it bothers. It, the truth is, is that just an, an regular old orthodox dude, it bothers him. It could be it bothers him a very little. It could be it bothers him a lot. Hopefully not. Even but, to your point, she's an attractive lady. Even if she yeah. wasn't responding to it or doing what she does for a living, you probably still might have those insecurities exactly so i wonder if the fact that he could he does like you know the, all this happened she had she had a scene on camera a porn scene on camera with a guy another guy um outside of the marriage like and adam kind of took it in in stride I, i'm skeptical as to whether he's like a hundred percent okay with it maybe i want to believe like maybe 97 but something in his mind you know, just, and then he interviewed the dude who had the scene with his with his wife, and I was like, man, that's the just... marketing of it. He he's yeah. making tons of content off of it. Yeah, and I think yeah. the actual sex scene is their content. Like you have yeah. to log on to their OnlyFans to see it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I, maybe that's how he copes with it. Maybe that's just how he uh the money, the profit. Yeah, whatever. he's just like, I this is a business transaction or whatever the case may be. He yeah, he did say crazy. once on the Flagrant podcast. I watched them. He was like, "Yeah, are there any like... porn trends that you think are too weird? Oh, like yeah. any stepsister yeah. thing, like the sister brother thing?" Well, I feel lucky that we don't have to do that. Well, what we make from the average plug talk scene is so much more than anybody would ever. What pay do you guys up. make on plug talk? Many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. I believe she that. hates when I talk about it, but but you know, I think I'll it's good to get much. it out there. But, but I, and I never listened to watch the podcast. But on a podcast, you said that they have sex with people after the recording of the podcast. When you say they, like he, 
he like penetrative sex with whoever the guest is. Yeah, so him and Lena will have like a threesome with the star. Is so usually the a woman. Them, so the person, they, uh, the guest that they interview. The guest is usually a woman. I think. Well, yeah. I don't. He he hasn't had like male MMF. I think they call it <laughs> two males and a female. He hasn't had that yeah. kind of scene with Lena in it. I don't believe. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's just been. So he's been. It, effectively, he's been the one having like, um, you know, biblical sex with with a person, and she's kind of been doing the other stuff. Yeah, well, because like sometimes they'll yeah they'll do the threesome. Sometimes he won't even join, like they'll get another male porn star to just come and fuck the girl, and just make but a not, scene out of but, it. But not Lena. Yeah, not Lena. No, it'll be like whoever the girl that they interviewed. But then, and then wonder, sometimes it'll be him and Lena. Like I've seen scenes with him and Lena doing. Another I wonder girl. if it's the dynamic of like one of those things where one of the spouses, uh, you know. They get married and their home life enters a certain circumstance, and they're like, "All right, I'll stay home for my career." Mm-hmm. And then you know, you you become the breadwinner. And then years later, they're like, "All right, I think those circumstances have changed, and I want to get back into the mm-hmm. to the workforce." In her case, it's you know, she got back into the workforce with plenty <laughs> of force. And then the interview after, I, it, the whole thing, man, it, it just. I'm not even married to him. I'm like, yo, man, like the interview after, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, Lena's had a kid and stuff. And they're like, oh, I figured since you had a kid, like things would kind of be more, you know, malleable and stuff in your, in your pelvis or whatever. And she's like, nah, man, it, it hurts the heck. And I'm like, Geez. Like three days. Yeah. I'm like, God. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's horrific, man. <laughs> Shout out, just, shout out, but they horrible. make they profiting off it, bro. The numbers got to be through the roof. Like you said, yeah. you probably never watched a No Jumper interview and you've seen that clip. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And then you said Jason Love has an interview with Adam22 as well? Yeah, I, this is all on social media. And, yeah, well, yeah. and then the stuff you put in the group chat and then on social media, I happen to see it. And uh, Now your algorithm they, is showing you mad, Adam22. Yeah, but it yeah, wasn't yeah. like his posting. It was like somebody posting about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happens, man. Yeah, they 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 know what they're doing. If that if you don't if you don't have the shame, right? You can't publicly shame someone who don't give a fuck. That's the thing. <laughs> they, they, they're taking away all that shame. So I mean, regardless of how they feel, I guess maybe the other stuff they're dealing with behind the scenes or whatever. But man, <laughs> and in the age of OnlyFans, uh, the the Foot Finder websites where people are making these type of money, or, or the Sugar Baby uh, market. You know what I'm saying? This might be the new evolution of relationships being okay with your wife having some type of whether it's sexual or just friendship what they call them, the sugar yeah. baby you know what i mean thing it, she might baby? have something where you as a boyfriend might have to be like yo she's making money for the house should i be tripping about this what's i don't know if baby? we we from that generation i don't know if we can handle it <laughs> yeah i can't man <laughs> uh, what, what, what is a sugar baby exactly oh when a younger like let's say a, a college age or 20 a woman in her 20s hangs out with like an elderly man and he pays oh. it for her time Okay, well, firstly, I say it's pretty cool and progressive to flip that type. I know of the sugar daddy. Sugar daddy is what they call the the males, right? The but to give the the woman the agency in it is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they look. They, so like a sugar daddy is looking for a sugar baby. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember the title of the podcast, but it covers different criminal cases, and they did a season where they covered Max B. And you know he went to prison for something murder related, and basically the the story started when some dude tried to talk to Max B's girl, mm-hmm. and Max B's girl went along with it, uh, and you know the, the dude was had a lot of money and t- took out on all these fancy dates and concerts and all this type of stuff, and um, she told Max B, "Oh man, I kind of been cheating." He said, 
with the dude got money and then that's how the whole thing went <laughs> off they went to go rob him and somebody died but yeah just the, the concept is, is some dudes is okay so i mean some dudes pimp out their girlfriends like that's not you know what i mean <laughs> unheard of yeah it's different lifestyles it's different yeah yeah so, so, we're not from that so you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. like we <laughs> i look I, at I family I growing it. up i was trying to <laughs> have a yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i wanted to be a cop and <laughs> have my three kids <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, man, Keith, catching up with Keith, man. Did you see the footage of Britney Spears getting slapped by Victor Wembenyama's security? I did not see it. I don't think I'll be able to to watch this, but I, I think I got the gist of it. Like she tried to run up and hug Victor from behind, and the security roughed her up a little bit. Uh, security kind of swatted away at her. She, uh-huh. you know, she's running up for a couple feet, yelling "Sir, sir, sir," and then like once she gets close, security kind of does a back sl- like swat. And it hits her right in the face. So, so they didn't square up and slap her. It was more so like kind of like get. Yeah, we're walking yeah. this way. You're yeah. following us. Get out of here. Like kind of like flee oh. off. But it just so happened that his slap hit her like directly in the face. That was it's, it's, the hit was very square and flat. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't turn that's up great. and like. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, that, see, that's what the, the all the the captures made it seem like. I thought like. <laughs> Some old 6'5", 320-pound dude <laughs> turned around, said, hey, get away, and then kind of came through with the, you know what I'm saying? name the, slip back. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know what I'm the, uh, the new sport where people hold on to the joint? And I thought it was some joint like that, like the dude put uh, talcum powder on his hands. <laughs> Brittany well, had her hands behind the back. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's crazy. <laughs> but I now I feel kind of differently about it. Um, and I saw when Victor Wembenyama Yama, like the day after or two days after he was at practice and the the at the presser he he addressed it yeah well he's asked about it yeah and then uh but he tried to make it seem like he was roughed up like oh <laughs> she had grabbed my shoulder and then the video <laughs> came out she's like she didn't even touch you bro <laughs> i think your security guard grabbed your shoulder <laughs> yo you could tell you could tell he he um he's a he's a child star effectively so like he because it's like a ball player, you'd be like, well, either would be no comment or you know, mm-hmm. whatever. He said, I, I was uh, accosted. I was accosted. <laughs> she grabbed my shoulder. I could have out. <laughs> Victor, man. Uh, he, might, yo, he might believe it, though. You ever hear the concept of like when you have a memory? Or like, remember, like a, when we were in school, we talk about a fight? Yeah. And then you start really believing the story of your right. memory. Shit ain't even go like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of it, he probably didn't even realize was happening because the security was looking out for him, maybe. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Brittany got caught up, man. Happened in Vegas uh, at the Catch Restaurant at the Aria Hotel. Um, We're going to see what's happening. I think I don't think nothing's going to come on there. I think Brittany was a little mad, you know, but she's not really pressing charges or anything like that. And I think, you know, the NBA, they probably work with the, the police anyway out in Vegas. So yeah. they probably was able to, you know, figure it out behind the scenes or whatever. And I don't think charges would be impressed. But it does show you, like, Brittany, you famous, but you can't just be running up on people. Like, that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's not today famous. Like, you don't see, uh, I don't know, I don't know what, what older star, you know, you don't see just Nas running up on random, like, new, like, Travis Scott or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got you to gotta identify yourself. Like, yeah, take your hat yeah. on Nas. All right. <laughs> All right <cool. laughs> nah, we're going to see what's going to happen with that. But, um. Keith, catching up with Keith. I want to get your opinion on uh, one more situation, the Kiki Palmer situation. If you uh, weren't aware, Kiki Palmer went out to go watch Usher out in Vegas at his residency, and her boyfriend decided to uh, do what's known as mom shaming her <laughs> and the outfit that she was Is wearing. Is that a real when... thing, or did, was it invented uh, when that happened? Because they, you know, I've never heard the term before that. this. I've never heard okay. it before, but it doesn't right. mean it doesn't exist. I never heard it, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But who else? I mean, 
<laughs> Other than Leonard the plug, how many moms out there you gonna try to mom shame? <laughs> well, that's true. This, this, this is the mom shaming episode. So. <laughs> She's a working mom, and people trying to attack her. <laughs> nah, but but um, how did you feel about that whole scenario? Like, um, I thought it was kind of corny that he hopped in the comments on Twitter. It's like once you take it to that point, I can't take that serious in the relationship. Yeah, I thought it was a joke at first. I thought he was like kind of kidding. I couldn't. I found it hard to believe that he was serious, but it's, uh, apparently it was a it was a real thing. <laughs> and I, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's I don't think she's the problem per se. But I think the bigger problem was the whole Usher thing. Like yeah, because oh, I her? think that I think it, it appeared that he was trying to get at the way she dressed, and I don't think that's the problem. I think it's the whole the well, way you know. His first comment was, "It's the outfit, though." Dot dot right. dot. You a mom. Right. I I don't think anyway, at least it shouldn't be the problem. I can't say that it's not the problem. Shouldn't be the problem. It should be like everything else. That <laughs> well, well I think he started getting backlash and then he was like, Well, let me expound upon this. And that's when he hit them with the we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others, and he gets told how much of a hater he is. Um, this is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. But it's also like, and and I don't know if you pay attention to the Usher like uh, residency, but he just goes up to celebrities in the crowd, like I was seeing. So it's not like Kiki planned this out, right? Right. Like I'm wearing right. this outfit to go sing on Usher on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't know. Like I get it, you upset at your girl, but pull her aside for that, bro. Yeah, I would say that. You know, sometimes just going to I go to therapy and a little bit of therapy with her. He should go hire whoever Adam 22's therapist is, kind of get his mind right, kind of be more secure in yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Two different ends of the spectrum, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, you, sometimes you got to, like, overdo it as far as, like, making yourself better, overdo it. Like, if you have, like, a little heart murmur, go to the best cardiothoracic surgeon out there, but like, yo, get me right. Even though he's used to, used to cracking open chest and putting stuff together. But, yo, I, I want to go to the best. And I could imagine, like, Adam 22. By the way, Adam 22 psychologist must be bananas man like just like yo man you just you know that dude's self-esteem is, is off the chain I think, well, he, I think he's from like the bmx community and you know like is the that... extreme sports people they don't care like they kind of like boyfriend? they don't care about their own life huh kiki's boyfriend no adam 22 Adam 22. Oh, oh okay okay like yeah, the tattoo yeah, yeah. on the face you know what i'm saying like lifestyle yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm out here yeah. i'm doing crazy tricks like i might bust my head open but i got no helmet on yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a crazy trick. But um, yeah, back to the Kiki boyfriend thing, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was very corny to, to go on the internet like that. But you happen to know how old he is? Uh, let me see. I, I think he's in his thirties. Um, let me see. It comes up. But to a certain extent, man, for for some people, it's not necessarily a generational thing. But certain, you know, a certain generation tends to be on social media more. Like your whole life is lived out on there, so. Um, I don't think he's famous, or maybe he's just not accustomed to to knowing that whatever he says is being watched in that way. Yep, yep. Um, no, I'm not pulling up anything, but I feel like I did see his age. Um, oh, 28. They said he was born July 20, 1994. So, <laughs> yeah, that that you 28, yeah, like you said to that like to that point, social media is life to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Keith, we are gonna move on to my favorite segment, dog. This one is called. Have you heard? And uh keeping along the same lines with relationship issues, man. I don't know who Jonah Hill pissed off this week, 
but he pissed. <laughs> he got ladies mad, yeah. <laughs> and particularly his ex girlfriend Sarah Brady, who after months of being broken up, decided she wanted to release the text <laughs> of what Jonah Hill uh, said to her. And I was I was a little understood because they were using this term like he was abusing her. I don't really think he was abusing her. I don't know if I go that far, but mm-hmm. mental abuse is a thing, right? So I don't want to belittle it. But it's just like he was just being weird, <laughs> being yeah. really insecure. Uh, some of the things he texted uh, Sarah Brady, who I understand to be a surfer, right? I, I, that's who I knew her to be. Her, if you look at her Instagram, that's what you see. She's a professional, like, surfer? That part is up in the air. <laughs> at the very least, she's very avid. Like, she's pretty good. Like, this yeah, because like, like, I remember when he first out. got with her, people would say that she was a surf instructor. But she kind of okay, felt... So- Huh? So she's so she's into like like that's her thing like she's definitely like, into the surfing yeah. lifestyle that's yeah, like 100 yeah. she's into that you know what i mean yeah. um but i don't know if she's a professional surfer but she's nice too i mean I, she, she can't do shit I, I, you know what i mean like yeah, they yeah. her first day on it she surfed yeah, that's yeah. a that's a thing i don't know if she professionally makes money off of it or she's famous for other reasons but i know that's she's known as being a surfer um okay. he sent her a text and you know, obviously it's out of context we're kind of seeing it but he goes plain and simple if you need surfing with men boundary list inappropriate friendships with men if you need to model if you need to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures or have friendships with women who are in unstable places and are from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something i am not the partner for you if these things bring you a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feeling these are my boundaries for my romantic partnership My, my man said you can't wear a bathing suit and he met her surfing <laughs> yeah i see now the the, the concept because i i heard about the whole bathing suit thing and i didn't agree with it but now i think it's even more egregious given her profession like she's a, a you know she's in the surfing profession and like that's just what you wear and the fact he said that is just but like so your point though it's weird and not I don't I, I don't know if it crosses the, the that line of all right now you're an abuser. People kept trying to make point out the fact that he used the word boundaries. And he does use the word boundaries a few times. Mm-hmm. Um my boundaries, which are based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. He goes, these are the boundaries for our romantic partnership. They were saying his use of that word is a that's a therapy term. And right. he was trying to use the but he was using it incorrectly. Those mm-hmm. aren't boundaries, those are rules that you have. And I think in his mind, he was like, but I was giving her the out. I was saying, yeah. if you don't want to deal with this, then boom, like, like go. Right. But it's also like, fam, you, she was like, you hopped in DMs of me in a bathing suit picture. Yeah. <laughs> like you commented on this post. Oh, that's how they got together? <laughs> no, nah, they're not together no more. Oh. He said, but, no, but, but that, that's how they got together. Oh, that's how they got together. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, the, that's the, but I didn't even think about, it. he says that you can't do the bathing suit thing, right? And I'm in my head, like, cause I don't understand surfing lifestyle, but I was looking at her the day that she dropped this and, and, I think I don't know. She had she, to her own admission, she suffers from mental health issues as well. But but she had made a good point. She was like, he would rather me wear a wetsuit as opposed to a bathing suit. And I was like, I was thinking about it. She's on the beach. That wetsuit can't be comfortable in a bathing suit. Right. <laughs> so right. he wants her to put on a full scuba outfit. <laughs> <laughs> full Navy Just SEAL joint. <laughs> Just like a Navy hole joint while her rocking water, waterproof boots and shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's bugged, man. That's I don't, but I don't like the and then and then that made some, another child star come out um and say that she had an experience when she was sixteen at a party with Jonah Hill where oh he forced himself on her, um like he kissed her, 
Um, which I respect her coming out if that really if that truly yeah. happened. I don't like the fact that it came out after somebody else decided that they wanted to do something completely unrelated to Jonah yeah. Hill. Like that part is, feels like piling on, yeah. but it's also like I can't tell a victim how to be a victim. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a, it's a it's a tough one. I um, what I would say is that I, I wonder to what extent because all these things fall on a spectrum. I don't think that could be argued. I want to wonder to what extent that they kind of um, you know, there's some kind of conflation between like what all these various actions are. are they do people just drop them all on the same part of the spectrum? Spectrum that he's an abuser, so therefore. You know, mm. All these actions are on the abuser part of the, the spectrum. Oh uh, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? I, I don't like that. I think that's uh, abuse. I mean, I, I, I'm not enough. I haven't studied enough about relationship therapy to really say what I would say abuser is. But I feel like that's just some. That's just an insecure dude in a relationship, and it's yeah. on us as fathers of young women. You know, I mean, with young girls now, but who will eventually be young women to like, yo, get away from this dude. Like he's weird. Yeah. Like there's, there's he she there's she shows more texts, and there's one of the texts where. He goes, oh, and modeling is the last profession I would want to be with as a partner. Um, it must be hard feeling so trapped to her. And he, she goes, well, maybe you should have asked me about what I do for work before you decided to date me. It's a little late yeah. now. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, it, it's, but it's true. Like, why why would you even choose her as, like, he's mad over certain pictures because the bait, not even full thong, but, you know, like how girls got the cheeks out. Bathing, That's yeah, what they, the bathing suit. Yeah, especially now. had the cheeks out. Yeah, the, the, the bathing suits are, are, are um, not not the, those big old full ones that people used to wear back in the day. Yeah, like they, yeah, yeah. Bit more full bottom, yeah. I think they call them. Yeah, yeah, right. But they, yeah, they're they're cut in a certain way where they're showing some of her butts, cheeks, right, or whatever. Right. But it's just like it's not. It's in a. It's, she's not at the supermarket. Yeah, it's <laughs> like appropriate. It's appropriate for the setting. Yeah, exactly. Much. Very appropriate. But yeah, we gonna see. I don't know who he pissed off, man. But we gonna see what happened with Jonah Hill on, in that regard. Because from what I heard. Um, and this is not by no means like some kind of reporting or nothing, but what I heard just in passing was that she was getting like annoyed with people saying, Oh, you, you were Jonah Hill, like, oh, he's such a great guy, and she's like, Oh, no, he's not, and then like release this type of stuff. Uh, now, don't take it as like some kind of reporting, I yeah. would do on Googling, but this is what I heard. But that would that would make, I, I mean, I, I, I can't imagine being on her end of the in a relationship. But that would make me mad if someone I knew was kind of a jerk kept people kept being like, oh, why'd you break up with them? Oh, yeah, why, you know right. what I mean? Why aren't you guys together? He's so cool. And and before this, I kind of knew him to be admired. I right. knew people like that like him. So you know what I'm saying? And um, and again, he's just weird though. Like I think he 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 went through a whole thing because you know he doesn't kiss Lauren London in the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like they CGI it. Mm -hmm. it. But oh, he made I, it I, a whole. I did not know that. Oh, you didn't know it was a CGI kiss? Yeah. Nah. I thought it was because of her. I thought Lauren London didn't want to kiss him, to be honest with you. Yeah, but like I guess stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah. He he. She she released text where he's going through this whole thing. Like she was like, "Yo, you just hit me up today asking if you could kiss a beautiful, talented woman." And I'm like, "Go ahead." <laughs> she's like, she's like, "Why?" Are you oh, he felt at uncomfortable me? because of his relationship. Yeah. Went, wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, "But they, but they might need it for the the movie." He like, you know, what I'm saying he was kind of like, "Are you cool with this?" And she's like, "I don't give a fuck." Like it's like yeah. <laughs> Lauren London yeah. don't want to fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Well, I mean, to to that point of mental health stuff, I mean, I think probably just the way he imagines a, a relationship, you know. Unfortunately, it should well clearly it's not for everyone. I mean, yeah, it's weird, but you know, I, I would love to know like 
his views on it probably never i probably will never know you know he probably will be probably be unwise to try to explain it yeah, so that's, yeah that's he got to fade off yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I but to his point i think he is allowed to feel that it just seems really stupid to date it's like me going for a victoria's secret model and then getting mad she got her tits out like bro why did you choose her right. <laughs> like right. he's but he's gonna find some some like traditional what they call them trad wives he's gonna find that's a traditional that's it's what like they call a trad wife yeah, she's more in the traditional, like, uh, just uh, just values. Man, so she you, won't be you, out there you showing. You want all the new terms, man. Trad wife. Just... <laughs> <laughs> she won't be out there with the cheeks out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she ain't yeah, out yeah. there doing BBC scenes. Like, she's she's fully, like, you know what I mean? Kiki Palmer's boyfriend would be happy to have a trad wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, just kind of like a, a conservative lifestyle. Yeah, home with the kids. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but exactly. I think niggas get tired of that, too. They, what is it? There's the... What do you call it, the Madonna whore complex? Like oh, we like, kind of we want our wives to be like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then we also have a desire for whores, <laughs> like women who are just <laughs> sexually loose. <Yeah. laughs> so it's yeah. like it's like you can't get that in one. But then sometimes women try to be both. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like it's, it's 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 trying to find the perfect mix of the two, I guess. Yeah. This men, the men's complex. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the the point the point of all that being that is, is clearly it's tougher for women in, in many aspects of life, especially how people uh, view them. Yeah, and, and yeah. with society changing, the rules of what was cool on social media ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it's that's a whole different platform now. Different things exist. Yeah, you'd get mad if your girl took a per picture. Now you just hope she's not talking on <laughs> these platforms. You know what I mean? <laughs> And if she is, that's that's completely her right. <laughs> Trad wife do it, it, man. Keith, just don't do it. Have you, you heard? Uh, <laughs> your boy Larry Nasir got jammed up in the bang, man. Got stabbed ten times. If you're not familiar with who Larry Nasir is, he is the former. Uh, oh, what, what what is his term? Like he's a he's a he was like the the like the team doctor almost for the. U.S. Olympic gym, women's yeah, gymnastics. but more so for like muscles and like orthopedic stuff, right? Yeah, but yeah, he sport, sexually assaulted. Doctor. Like he wasn't a gynecologist or anything like that, but right. he was sexually assaulting the uh, young ladies um, in the the not only the, I think the Olympic team, but um, Michigan State, yeah, one of the Michigan big Michigan schools. Exactly. So yeah, he got jammed up and he's in jail for a long time. Um, he was convicted. Uh, and, and I'm not sure how long his sentence is, but he's been in, he's like been in jail for life. years like now, maybe like two or three. Like huh? Uh, I think it's like effectively life because it's like yeah, 150 yeah. But he's been in there like so far. It happened like two, three years ago. He was jammed up. Yeah, yeah. I think. And now uh, he got stabbed this uh, week by an inmate who identified himself as Shane McMillan. Um, he's been locked up since 2006. And he's actually, you know, had other offenses. He's tried to stab another inmate at the federal Supermax prison in Colorado. And he attempted to kill a correctional officer and um, he attacked Larry Nasser in his cell, stabbed him in his neck, chest and back before four other inmates rushed in and pulled him off in his hair. Um, Said he did it because of comments that uh, Larry made while watching Wimbledon, where he inferred that he would rather be watching little girls play instead of women. Wow. Which I don't know why he felt comfortable making that comment. <laughs> but um, it's weird, right? Like. Because you I, hear about what's supposed to happen to pedophiles in prison, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's yeah. like when something when you hear that something happened to Jared or something happened to Larry Nasir, Jared from Subway or, or Larry Nasir, you're like, oh, justice happens. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like it really. Yeah. Or even I think, um, uh, what's his name got jammed? Uh, the, the Dahmer, right? He got killed in prison, right? And yeah. it's kind of like, hey, you know, it's, it's almost like you get what you deserve type of thing. 
Like yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah, with yeah. little kids, you out here eating people, you serial killer, whatever the fuck you doing. You kind of there, there should be some type of justice to it. But um, yeah, no, this seemed this seemed right on par with that. <laughs> like you know, yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's uh. Well, first I wonder if the 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 justice side. I wonder if he really said that said that stuff because it seems <laughs> or pretty they just like, use it as a. It seems very right on the nose. Like it's like, yeah, man. He just, you know, what he just told me. Did y'all hear that? And they're like, nah, no, no, I'm just trying to watch some tennis, bro. He said he would rather see little girls play. <laughs> He's like, I ain't say nothing like that, bro. <laughs> He's like, yo, that was my mouth was full. I didn't even say nothing. Ah. <laughs> nah, Larry. Yeah, I, I I don't obviously we don't like we don't condone violence of any sort yeah. to anybody else. Even when Casanova two times got jammed up in prison and I think he got slashed. And then you know, like you kind of expect that to happen when the big rapper dude gets into a prison fight that you know then his boys go and attack the guy, something happens. Like I don't even feel like it's newsworthy, but something like this, I feel like you we gotta talk about because it's like we're parents, but even before we were parents, we knew how disgusting it was to be a pedophile. And like right. the fact that this motherfucker got away with that shit for so long, it was covered up, the FBI yeah, didn't do time. nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I like I, I can't imagine his victims felt any type of way. Or, you know what I mean? Of sadness when they heard the story. Right, right. You know what I mean, um, yeah, it's 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 getting what you deserve. It really is, man. Um, but he did survive. Uh, they they did take life saving measures to keep him alive. Um, but who knows? They might try to attack him again. Motherfuckers don't like that shit. I wonder if there's a part of him that wishes he would have died, and he was like, "Please don't, 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 don't stitch up that artery." Or, well, he's a doctor; you might have told him the wrong stuff to do. Like, please, just uh, give me some more of that stuff right there, and uh, that'll fix me right up. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, usually, at this point, I'd say wish you the best, but I do not wish Larry to say the best, man. And we'll see where this story goes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's gonna be under a ton of protection now because don't nobody want that bad press coming to prison. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, I think, I think definitely. Is, is it federal prison or? Uh, I want to say, yeah, he's locked in federal prison. Okay. You know what's funny though? Speaking of that, like, you know how they're closing uh, Rikers? Mm-hmm. They, they, I oh, they like, would like to. I don't know how that how that's actually getting rolled out, but yeah, I know of it. Yeah, and then they recently had a law where New York correctional facilities don't have to release the uh, like violence that happens inside. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, that's not that doesn't need to be public knowledge anymore. I think yeah. that's part of the reason why they want to close Rikers because so many incidents happen Yeah, that they're like, all right, let's, we got to spread these guys out or whatever the fuck. But um, it, it's it's like, to my to, to this point, it was like, and why wouldn't any prison just not want to tell when something bad happens inside? But they have to, right? Like, because the press, the like, I don't even, how does the information get out? Like, how do we know about Larry Nassir? Like, maybe he has to go to an outside hospital so once that happens. Like, I, guess, I mean, he's so famous that, it, you know, People, oh yeah, that's a dude that whatever, whatever. Like, I, and then yeah, oh, family even, even has to start talking. Because right? they yeah, gotta tell you, like your family, they gotta tell somebody. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy, bro. But yeah, uh, we'll see what happens with that, man. Um, Keith, have you heard? Google had a mix-up involving Master P and Luther Vandross. <laughs> so if if you were to go on uh, Google around July fourth, July fifth, and Googled Master P. Excuse me, if Google Luther Vandros, a picture of Master P comes up. (laughs) 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 And underneath it, it says Luther Rosani Vandros Jr. was an American singer, songwriter, and record producer. (laughs) Uh, 
His sweet and soulful vocals sold over 40 million records worldwide. And it's literally just a picture of Master P smiling and social media had a field day with it. Um, Which man, um, before or after the veneers? It looked like post veneer. It looked like recent. Post veneer. Okay, recent. <laughs> Caroline okay. back here, P. <laughs> um, gotcha. But nah, it, it, it's, do you think this was a human mistake? Like, because of somebody just going in? Or do you think it's AI and <laughs> really not being able to tell the difference <laughs> between Luke Evangels and... uh? uh master p because that's what uh quest love came out and tweeted he was like this is why humans are, are, are aren't replaceable you know what i mean um but i don't know i don't i don't feel like that was somebody trying to be funny <laughs> i think they succeeded man because that's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> i mean i, I feel as if that's pretty funny and it's, it is i think it's harmless i mean i hope i hope it's harmless i don't want to a week from now, we're doing the same podcast. I got to issue an apology because millions died because of this mix-up. But um, <laughs> this is uh, it was funny, man. Is it a human mix-up? I guess in the sense that there was nobody there to correct it. like, But stuff like this, uh, not like this exactly, but there's all kinds of weird mistakes that happen on the internet. You know what I'm There's got to be, yeah. It just yeah. so happened that someone with a big enough platform decided to tweet it out Yeah, at this point in time. But Master like, P, when, when when the news does it, like oh, Alfred Woodard won this award, and it's a picture of Whoopi Goldberg or something like that, like all that type <laughs> of stuff. It's, it's just like it, it's always happening. It's always just silly. I mean, of course, there's a certain thing of like not not all black people look like, particularly when it involves like issues of race. But um, yeah, I mean, I, well, AI can't replace people, but I feel as if like mix-ups like this, people. It was from people that I first started seeing mistakes like this. And, and people do funny shit on Wikipedia all the time, like yeah. to try to. So who knows if that would have threw shit off too? Yeah, um, it's like when, when when basketball players get dunked on and they put they like t t date of death like that day that they got dunked <laughs> on that hard and then somebody got a little corrected. Oh uh, yeah, man. Keith, have you heard? Michael Jordan decided to finally comment about uh, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan's relationship uh, when asked by a member of TMZ if he approved of it. He gave a resounding no and <laughs> walked away. Um, Mar Marcus and uh, Larsa have a podcast called Separation Anxiety, uh, where Larsa said she was kind of hurt by it. And, you know, Marcus had to step in and be like, you know, dad just being dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, just, he goes, he goes, you know, uh, he's like, I know how Jordans do. You know what I mean? We just be joking. It was funny because I never heard anyone refer to the Jordan family as Jordans. Yeah, because <laughs> like, there's like that's a singular term. <laughs> like, like, Yo, we're Jordan. About sneakers. What are we talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when, exactly. Whenever it's plural, it means sneakers. So you're not allowed to say it like that. <laughs> but basically, saying the Jordan family, we joke like that, and that was his dad, kind of being competitive, kind of joking. Um, and also he revealed that Michael Jordan called them after it happened before it got released by TMZ to let them know what happened. Um, because he knew. Because I'm like, yo, dad, you're making shit harder for me right now. What you doing? <laughs> but I also think Michael Jordan wants to get to where he's going. He want to talk to TMZ about his son fucking his ex teammate's wife. <laughs> you know what? Like when you set up this whole story, I just so Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex wife. Oh, you ain't know? Yeah, yeah. Marcus Jordan dates Larsa Pippen. Wasn't she, wasn't she dating like some ball player on the Lakers or something? Some, I think they she was fucking them. I don't, but they got they've been together for like a few months now. But I don't know if that was like a relationship relationship. But oh, no, I think one you. of the play like her son's in the league now, right? If I'm not mistaken, I think she she fucked uh, one like a basketball player that he plays with now. Ah, okay. Because she kind of loose. She kind of loose. 
I mean, not not in a bad. I mean, by by her own admission, <laughs> she's not a she loosey goosey. <laughs> not in a bad way. I mean, I mean that is a compliment. That was the image she's putting out. What I'm saying, though, know, like I think she wasn't. Well, she's she wasn't she's, she's liberated. Like she's yeah, dating. Yeah, she's yeah, out in the dating yeah. scene. So she's embracing Lena the plug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If she's no Lena, but uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's Lena because it has a tilde over the end and shit. <laughs> but uh. Well, come on, man. I mean, she ain't, she ain't Spanish. She like Kim, Kar- whatever Kim Kardashian is, or whatever it, Armenian, right? Yeah, Armenian. Is she? Yeah, she's Armenian. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I seen an interview with her once. She was like, "They, they want to praise Kim Kardashian over there. They want to kill me." <laughs> like, oh, well, well, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, anyway, but yeah, that's. I mean, kudos to Jordan, man. I mean, you put a mic in front of Jordan, uh, a microphone in front of Jordan, like that's. Jordan, Jordan's gonna say some shit like he doesn't. He doesn't want to talk, but he's like, "Yo, that it probably bothers him, man." I mean, can't can't front like like that was. I think it, bothers, it, it bothers him that the media is like outside people asking him about it. That yeah. bothers him. I don't think he cares that his son is messing with Lars Eddin. I think he cares because of his friendship with Scotty. Are they even cool? I doubt they're cool, but it's it's, it's just something there, man. Like it's just it's not like right. that was your guy. You know, it's not your. I don't know how friendly they ever were, but this got to be some. This is certainly a strong bond between the two of you, at the very least. Even if it's not friendship, even if it's not love, there's something there. Like y'all, in in the world's eyes, until the end of your days, like it was Jordan and Pippin. Like people use that as like a metaphor, like oh, you could be the Pippin to my Jordan and all yeah. all that type of shit. So, um. You know, I, I would imagine he would prefer for them not to be together. It's probably not as you know so intense where it's like he's talking to him like, "Yo, you you got to break up with her now," or when if she comes by the crib or whatever. It's you know, but I would imagine it's weird because if he's like, "Dad, I'm gonna introduce you to my new girlfriend," and it's Larsa Pippen, and she's like, "Oh, you really changed the place because she's probably been there before, like with Scotty." Like, <laughs> You see, you move that and you put an extra room. Okay, I dig it. <laughs> I think she got married before the sixth ring. I think that's when her Pippin married her. So okay. they're like the entire run. I don't know if she was around, but I have seen pictures of Jordan with his, you know, like current wife or the wife that he had after his first wife, mm-hmm. uh, with Larsa, like him and Scotty and her, and Larsa and her. You're taking a picture together. So they've been in the same room together. They've obviously been around each other. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> Well, then again, Jordan don't seem like the type of dude to invite his coworkers to his crib. <laughs> he to rent out a whole other crib and be like, "Yo, y'all meet here, and, and my wife will hire somebody to cook y'all dinner." I like, I like how his uh, his son. He goes like, he's playing, he's joking, he's he's laughing, he's just being playful. He's a little lit, maybe off that Socorro. <laughs> and then in parentheses, they got to put tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Next to it. I didn't know what Scorer was either. <laughs> so him and Larsa got a po- a podcast. Yeah, they do a podcast together called Separation Anxiety. Man, <laughs> but that's but they they I mean I was joking when I said uh, landed a plug, but they market they they profiting off it. They know everybody's talking about the fact that they're together. You know, it's, it's Pippin's wife with Jordan's son. Or Pippin's ex-wife with Jordan's son, you know what I mean? And and why not capitalize on it? Like some people, like I think we come from the shame society. <laughs> like we back in the day where people was like, keep your shames in the dark. And people were like, yeah. if you're gonna try to shame me, I'm gonna profit over this, bro. Shine a brighter light on it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and and monetize it in one way or another. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Shout yeah. out to them. I wish them the best, man. Hopefully, L- Jordan can love is love love is love, man. You know, well, I don't know if they're in love yet, but like, you know. Attraction is attraction. So at the end of the day, you know, if the if it's meant to be for them, it's meant to be for them. But I'll tell you this: I, I would, 
I would imagine that everyone involved except the two of them would wish that they didn't have to get together. <laughs> You're right. I, I, right, I would yeah. bet you all her, all the Pippin children and all the the Jordans except which one Marcus. is it, Mike Junior, Marcus, Marcus? <laughs> the other one. He would prefer Tito. That's the Tito of the. <laughs> Call him Tito Jordan. Nah, but like I'm sure everybody else would prefer them not to be together. I yeah, because it makes everything awkward. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, Keith, man, this is something I seen that I had to like bring up to. Have you heard? Uh Carrie Hilson made a tweet. Um, I think does Carrie Hilson still making music? I haven't heard of Drake Murray in a while, but you know, this tweet got some attention. Um, she probably writes a lot of music. She says a man will brag about not being in the streets, but will be on social media habitually tossing out and returning subliminal bait. With women he finds attractive, making new friends, lining his pockets with options, collecting void fillers, creating methods of having his ego stroke, giving attention and conversation, and moving the finalists offline into his phone and eventually meeting up. Just because we can't see you doesn't mean it's not happening. You can just take the back roads. This destination is still the same. Let's just call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. That seems really targeted. <laughs> like she meant that for a specific person, right? But it also was something that I ain't going to front. I didn't know that like until about maybe three years ago, my, my current girlfriend had to put me on the game. I didn't know it was so egregious to like a, a girl's picture. Right. Cause in, in our eyes, it was like, I could be doing more yeah. <laughs> if I really wanted to pursue this girl. I'm just like giving her a like and scrolling on, but she had to point it out to me. And it, it, I, I get it now. If it's a super thirst trap, trappy picture, right. And your name shows up, that's embarrassing <laughs> to your significant other. <laughs> Come on now, Why you had to you, you, you had to know something about it because remember when uh, Instagram uh, there was there was like a big announcement like we not putting the list of people who like like a bunch of pictures. Uh, it was something to that effect. I think your likes were public. People could go in and see everything you liked. Yeah, but then they they, they took that away, right? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, that's that's a pretty good look. A lot of dudes are like, let's go just like like beach picture like <laughs> vacation photo like model picture like like all going nuts on it and uh i i think i could see where she's saying it's a i don't know if it's a slippery slope but it is a step on the continuum of meeting meeting another person online yeah because you're making another woman feel media. better yeah because you're liking a picture you know what i mean yeah um, but it, it it's funny. I noticed something on Facebook now because the story what, what happened on Instagram now is you can just like somebody's stories if they thirst chapping and no one sees it except for them. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if they ever want to like put you out, it, it shows up on their on their side. But I see now on Facebook, if you like heart something or put like a little message on it in their stories, that shit shows up on the story. So now people <laughs> people see the thirst chappy nigga saying a comment on every picture. <laughs> I'm like, does this nigga know about this feature? Because he is looking wild right now. <laughs> yeah, yo, it, I, I could definitely see you know what, what she's saying. I, I think it's the whenever th- you think about social media, you got to think about nowadays what's the real life equivalent of what you did because it's a it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's very much part of our lives, and that's probably the equivalent of. You with your lady and you're looking back at somebody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, and in front of all her friends, because now if her friends are in that same social network with you, they're like, "Oh, look, boyfriend like this, friend center." You look like you're just yeah. the most thirsty nigga because your name shows. Like you ain't do that. <laughs> you yeah, like it just right. like everyone else. <laughs> right, like, oh, right, right. You right. liked it first. <laughs> yeah, but and, and I guess in, when you think about it in in real life. Like let's say it's a very attractive person, and you don't give you don't give like sexy eyes, but you give more than a one second look. Mm-hmm. 
right? And I guess, and it's a very attractive person. And, you know, maybe your significant other sees it, sees you doing it. If you th- you'd be like, yo, come on now. You see, come on now. You see what I see. Like, you gotta, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? From I gotta sit here and pretend. <laughs> exactly. So I think like just really kind of analogizing it to analogizing it or whatever the word is to, to real life. I think it's kind of like that. No, nah, it, it's it, like, you know how motherfuckers to be like, I was today years old. Yeah. When I learned, I was literally 36 years old <laughs> when I learned that shit. Like, I was like, what? It's not that serious. How could it be that? I guess. And then also, I didn't think about it from the other end. Like, if uh, I don't see shirtless niggas on Instagram, my algorithm, not going to show that up. But let's say yeah. you came across a shirtless nigga and your girl's name is first up on there. You're like, mm. yo, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you turn into Kiki Palmer's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's, it's um, you know, I. I think, well, for me, I just never took social media super seriously. But looking back at people who did even at the beginning, like it makes so much sense, more sense now. And, I, you know, sometimes I wish I was more open to understanding that part of how because every we just knew computers for typing reports and playing games and then mm-hmm. social media popped up and it was this whole, you know, whole new dynamic. You can find a girl you liked in second grade now. That's right. Or, <laughs> you know, somebody who's you see you see from time to time. On you know, let's say on, on the college, you see him on campus, and but y'all don't talk. You probably don't even know each other's um doesn't don't know much beyond their names, and mm-hmm. you know you click a like or you comment, you like three pictures, and somebody maybe taking note of it, and you know things could happen. Usually it doesn't. You know, ninety nine out of a hundred times it does not happen that way, but. That one out of the 100, I think that's what people are so, wearing. That's all of. it takes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Social media has ruined many a relationship, man. Yeah. <laughs> in his young in his young age. And many uh, times you think about this new thing, Threads? You think Threads is going to pop off? It's the competitor to Twitter. Yeah, it's that Facebook touch, man. I mean, people ain't feeling... The, one, Twitter's old. Not that Facebook isn't, but mm-hmm. Facebook just knows how to make products and make people use them for mm-hmm. the most part. And I, I think there's there's something there. I don't know if it's a Twitter killer, but it's definitely another thing for people to spend their time on. I haven't used it. I'm not very familiar with Twitter's features and its true value, mm-hmm. but from just from what I hear, like it's you know it's legit. Yeah, they was they were smart for linking it with Instagram because like to your point, we look at Facebook as being old, but yeah. Facebook changed their name to Meta, right? And it's like it kind of gives it a different feel. If you yeah. know it's Facebook. But it's like this is a meta product. It's not a Facebook product. So like your your Instagram automatically gets you into Threads. You know what I mean? Because right, it's already right, set right. up. So it's right. all, you know what I mean. You, you just get to boom right away. And then it's like you had. I think your following comes over too. So it's like oh, wow. that's big. Yeah, that's big for a lot that's of people. Huge. So yeah, no, nah, I I think it'll it'll it, competition is great. I love competition brings the best out of everybody. So yeah. you know what I'm saying if they acting funny over there Twitter, you know what I mean having somebody over here is going to only bring better innovation and and bring more stuff up. And then. Uh, I I don't know if if they was this was part of like remember Elon and um Zuckerberg were beefing about having an MMA fight mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if that was like the precursor to this like Elon knew this was coming but it, it definitely uh it adds I think it's gonna bring bring better product to the game and I, yeah, I, I mean, am you a big on Twitter nowadays I like Twitter it's uh I get a lot of information on there and uh we're gonna see what it brings up what happens I don't think the the Instagram crowd like it's, I go to Instagram for something different than what I go to Twitter for. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to correlate in Twitter form, but only time I could tell. I I think Facebook. I don't know if they'll figure it out, but I'm tell I'm pretty sure they're probably thinking about the same thing that you're thinking about that 
how the, how people use Instagram is very different from how they use Twitter or what's going to be Threads. So um, I would imagine that they could, I don't know if they have the right answer to what you just addressed, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're thinking about that kind of thing. Yeah, we're going to see, yeah. man. Keith, yeah, man. By the way, in real life, you talk about Elon and, and Mark Zuckerberg. I saw a picture of Mark Zuckerberg the other day with um Israel Adesanya. Dude is swole. <laughs> Yeah, and Volk. He was with Volk. Yeah, I seen that picture too. Um, yeah. Now he he does real MMA training. That's why he. I don't know. Like and he Elon surfs and shit. Huh? He surfs and all that type of shit. So yeah, he got himself yeah. right. That's the yeah. that's the billionaire way nowadays. Like you see what um what's his name uh, M, uh, Bezos did. Like Bezos nah. too. A word. Yeah, that's crazy. Got, <laughs> got on the peptides. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like your turn, Eli. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Zuckerberg does like jujitsu for real. Like he definitely yeah, yeah. might kick <laughs> Elon's ass if he needs to. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he won some kind of trophy or something like that. Yeah, he won all the smoke, man. Yeah. Um, and I just oh, and you know he tight too because Apple coming out with that VR. He like I've been working on this meta shit. <laughs> <laughs> like how y'all coming out? I, I got the Oculus. How y'all coming out yeah. with the the what's it the the Apple Eye Joint? <laughs> yeah, that should look fly too. It's like three thousand dollars though. Yeah, yo, another episode in the books, my guy. I'm happy to have you here on injury, but you know what I'm saying my man still came out. You know what I'm saying like Isaiah Thomas. I don't even get that reference. <laughs> he still, came, <laughs> still came out in the finals and and, and let it let a uh, drop thirty on him. So uh, thank you for being here, man. Where can my people find you at? Instagram, me and my underscore thirty five, and potentially Threads. <laughs> they thinking of other Isaiah Thomas probably when I make that reference. Right yeah, <laughs> Boston Celtics running shit. Yeah. Um, but yo, you can find your boy DJ Playboy on Twitter at DJ Playboy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Plickapeasy. I'm gonna set that threads up too. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm dip my toe and see what is popping. I'll have that for you next episode. Um, also follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Check out the website www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, I got the new releases on there. The uh, motivational moments, my radio show that I do with DJ Show, uh, Money Talks Radio, and and much more things coming this year. So keep an eye out on for that. Um, also check us out on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever your podcasts are found. Shout out to everybody checking us out on YouTube. We holding it down for y'all. Hit that like, hit that subscribe, hop in the comments, do what it do. Keith, what you watching nowadays, brother? Apple TV, a show called Hijack with Idris Elba. Oh yeah, heard good things about that. It's like a mini series, right? Yeah, it's a mini series, a limited series. Shit is dope. It's a British uh, series about a hijacked plane. It almost feels as a, a very pass passenger fifty seven feel Meets to 24, it. Twenty four, I heard, right? It, uh, yeah, something like that. Like pass for me, like passenger fifty seven meets like the firm or something like that. Because mm -hmm. the the star Idris Elba, he's not like you know usually uh the formula of an action uh, action movie where there's a dude who has like a very I don't know, hands-on profession where he could handle handle people. Like he might specific be like, set of skills. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With a specific set of skills, like he's a as a a cop back home or whatever it is, and he's doing something. He's going to do some normal shit, but there's some mm -hmm. terrorists coming to attack the normal shit. So you think Die Hard, Pastor Fifty Seven, whatever mm -hmm. else. Um, but he's a, a corporate negotiator, so he can't fight. So is it's, they they uh, I I respect them for. Putting the to, putting the writers to work mm -hmm. because it's like now you got to make it interesting. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, he ain't just John Wick out there with no superpowers. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, 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 like Passion Fifty Seven. Like this dude uh, Wesley Snipes was a, had no superpowers, weaker than Batman, but fucking everybody up. Everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> but this joint is is weird. It's still is a very good show, but he's just like 
talking the shit out of everybody. It is it's, it's very different, you know, a very different kind of action movie. No, that's the well, no, I made the 24 comparison because I, I I could be wrong. I heard it was shot in like the show goes in real time. So it's like if it's six episodes, it's supposed to be a five hour time lapse. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see this being like a twenty-four because it's like a something like a some somewhere between six and eight hour flight from like Dubai to to London. Oh, how long okay, that takes. okay, yeah. That, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. long flight. All right, I'm gonna check that out. I, I don't be using Apple TV enough, but I know my girl got it, so I gotta I gotta definitely get in there because uh, the Emmy nominations just dropped. I seen a couple a couple joints on there. So Apple TV's tough. Like I, I like it because uh, as with a lot of um Apple, even the products and stuff like like that, it's not like Netflix, where there's just loads of movies, you spend longer scrolling for a good movie than mm. you do actually watching the actual. You be there for an hour and realize, oh shit, I'm still scrolling. Right? Because the the library's less. You saying the library's less, but when they release something, it's like heavy hitting. Mm. You okay. know what I'm saying? So like, they don't have, you know, you know, it usually goes by seasons. Like let's say between January and March, you might be watching. This is your sh- go to show. Like they'll have the one go to and maybe like a week or one, almost like HBO back in this day, like mm. the heavy hitter. And then like this is the summer, the summer setup. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So right now it's the, the summer setup. Then they might do, you know, severance. And then, you know, so this, the summer setup looks like it might be like hijacked or the show silo. And then the smaller joint is the show platonic. That's okay. like a, a 30 minute comedy. Okay. Well, yeah. Who's that? Who's in that one? That's Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Seth Rogen and that um Australian lady who's in like mad stuff. I got her name. Yeah, um, yeah I seen somebody the other day. Rose Byrne. Was on a podcast or something. They were talking about it the day we were on it. So, yeah. Um, I watched a show called Milf Manor. Probably the dumbest TV show I've ever seen in my life. Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? It's about like these moms got a date. The moms are one end of the dating pool and their sons are the other end of the dating pool and they got to. See who could get a connection. Ah, uh, <laughs> is it like? Is there any comedy in there? Because it sounds very funny. It sounds like it was made up on Thirty Rock. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> sounds like one of them Thirty Rock shows that play in the background and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, nah, it uh, it it, it it. I mean, they do have a comedy. Like I think every show realizes nowadays they gotta put a little bit of comedy in there to uh, yeah. you know, what I mean, lighten things up a little bit. But uh, no, nah, it 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 just seems like this is where reality TV is at now. Like how silly can we get? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, that that is very. But I mean, half of these shows, at least half of these shows, people say, "Oh, they're really good." Like, trust some. Well, I'm not yeah. sure. We'll see how it goes after the season if they're canceled or picked up. But me and my uh, girl like watching dating shows. I don't know why, but we like just sitting there watching dating shows and then commenting on the people. We'll be like, "Oh, that motherfucker's lying." That like, you know, what I mean, yeah, yeah. He can't trust him. <laughs> that type. Nah, of it's shit, always but... good to have like that 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 show or that genre of shows where both of y'all could get together. Because I'm yeah, sure there's exactly. a whole slew of shit that you like she doesn't and. Vice versa. So to know that I, I dating real, I I hate reality shows. I don't know how much you like them, but not to know that. Well, I like reality shows if they're dating shows. I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, that is in the Venn diagram. It is definitely like dating shows. I hate reality shows, but I walk in and just fucking like keep hating. I'll be like, these bitches yelling at each other again, again. And then the next thing I know, yeah. I'm like commenting on like, what what she yeah. just say? <laughs> <laughs> you catching in the background while you're doing something. <laughs> like, no, she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's how they pulls me in every time, bro. She watched some shit called Dance Moms, which is like an old uh, show, but she just be watching it. I'm like, yo, they explaining the kids. <laughs> and then you sit down there and just watch them explaining them kids. <laughs> it's <been a> diabolical. <laughs> but yeah, another one I'm watching is the Idol. I don't know. I don't think the weekend. <laughs> I don't know. I think the weekend should be making TV shows, man. It's a weird show. Yeah, um, I, I heard it's, it was trash, and that it was a cancel. But then HBO said it's not canceled, but it seems that it's pretty canceled. 
it seems like everybody wants to like the reviews I'm getting on it. Or they want to cancel it. They just got they got to get better writers. Like it, it, you have a, you know how a mute, it looks like. Remember Belly was like yeah. it, very good visually, but it probably could have used better writing. Yeah, that's what I think. Like this type of like these niggas is making a dope looking video, but it's like like y'all got to get some writers here to bring this story together. Like shit yeah, taking yeah. too long to develop. It's just the scenes are mad cringy. Yeah, like what am I watching? Like that. Huh? Like uh, like uh, like um like torture like sex torture kind of yeah it's like a yeah 50 shades of gray but more like, like a darker type of like feel on it and it's yeah. like it, and it's not even necessary for the storyline yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's weird but uh we'll see I'm, I'm ch- i'll check out the last episode i'll give you all my final review on it and then but i'm i'm waiting for something new i need something new to watch <laughs> like swarm man so when i was watching swarm i was like i, I want to like it because it's just the cast the characters you know i imagine it's like the idol the weekends on it i like the weekend but yeah you want to support like somebody you yeah that's whose work you like and it's like ah, i'm trying too hard here you're supposed yeah, to be entertaining yeah, yeah. me nigga. <laughs> What's going yeah, on? And, that's, and that's johnny depp's daughter right yeah, yeah, yeah. you kind of want to you rooting for her too and all that type of stuff i so. feel bad because johnny depp can't watch it <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> he can't even watch his daughter this chick's nipples is out all show like like wow. they find a way to put her nipples out all the time <laughs> that's crazy yeah and i think they got some some me too issues going on i didn't read into it because i don't like spoilers so i was like once i finish the show i'm gonna look into it but i think there's they got some some issues going on behind the scenes too and that's i was crazy. like i can see why cover this bitch's nipples up sometimes that's, <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> that's terrible but uh and you know it's hbl you come for the nipples it's like not yeah, high yeah. enough <laughs> <laughs> so, no, please cover up please put on a sweater <laughs> But uh yeah, man, that's another episode in the books. Keep uh uh safe recovery, man. Definitely get well soon. We need you back on your feet. And uh yeah, we up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace. Peace.